Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 345 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you again for joining us as we begin, as we continue our study of Moroni chapter 7 to 9 in December the 7th to December the 13th. May Christ lift thee up. And today we are covering the section uh, covered in Moroni chapter 7 verses 20 to 48. Through faith in Christ I can lay hold upon every good thing. And uh, today um, we'll probably get through most of this section. We'll see how we go. Um, but certainly the part about angels now. Um, in Moroni chapter 7, verse 22, uh, we read about how we can lay hold upon every good thing. This literally follows a verse in verse 21, which says, and I will tell you the way whereby ye may lay hold upon on every good thing. So we really want to be listening to this. And in verse 22, it says, for behold, God, knowing all things, being from everlasting to everlasting. Behold, he sent angels to minister unto the children of men, to make manifest concerning the coming of Christ, and in Christ there come every should come every good thing. So it's through Christ we receive every good thing. But, uh, sorry, Mormon, because uh, of course this is Mormon speaking to his people uh, previously, um, he says that it's through ministering of angels um, that we can know about Christ, um, and through the prophets as well, in verse 23 it says, um, but it's interesting because he then focuses on these ministering angels. Uh, and I think that we probably need to have a little more focus on ministering angels as well. In verse 25, it says, Wherefore, by the ministering of angels and by every word which proceedeth forth out of the mouth of God, men began to exercise faith in Christ. And thus by faith they did lay hold upon every good thing. And thus it was until the coming of Christ. So Mormon teaches that it's through faith in Christ we start to receive all these good things. Um, but we can only get to that point, or his people got to that point, through the ministering of angels. And every word that proceeded forth out of the word of God, meaning through the prophets as well. Um, George Reynolds and Jeanne Matson Sadojal uh, said this, quote, In every age of the world and all parts of the earth, holy angels sent from God and commissioned by him have declared salvation to all men through Jesus Christ our Lord. Those who lived before his coming looked forward to that great event. We look back. Both visions are effectual to the working of grace in the hearts of men. Close quote. When you think about the ministering of angels in the Book of Mormon and the times that, that angels appeared to men, uh, they are teaching salvation. They are teaching either repentance or they are teaching glad news of Christ's coming. And that is what we need. We need to, to have faith built by, by looking toward the coming of Christ, and we need to repent, whatever stage we are at in our lives. And I think that when we consider ministering angels, we often think about the well-known talk by um, Elder Holland, who spoke about physical-like angels on the earth, Um but let's not, you know, and, and I think it's well worth remembering that. And we will, and we will have a look at a quote from his uh, from his talk. Um, but I think it's well worth remembering the importance of heavenly angels first. Let's talk about these ministering angels. In fact, in verse twenty nine, it says, "And behold, he have done this, my beloved brethren. Have miracles ceased? Behold, I say unto you, nay. Neither have angels ceased to minister unto the children of men." Now, like I said, we can apply this to two different ways. We can apply this to physical earthly angels 
There's a quote from um, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland who said this, quote, um, I have spoken here of heavenly help, of angels dispatched to bless us in time of need. But when we speak of those who are instruments in the hands of God, we are reminded that not all angels are from the other side of the veil. Some of them we walk with and talk with here now every day. Some of them reside in our own neighbourhoods. Some of them gave birth to us. And in my case, one of them consented to marry me. Indeed, heaven never seems closer than when we see the love of God manifested in the kindness and devotion of people so good and so pure that angelic is the only word that comes to mind. Close quote. So, yeah, it's um, we don't just apply this uh, to our heavenly help that comes. Well, I will talk about that, but it also applies to people who physically build faith and they can be referred to as a ministering angel they have been an angel to me and so on but i will make mention of heavenly help now i i can't remember the quote that i've read this from and i've read it from a number of places but the 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 teaching and the, and the principle is well known at this stage that ministering angels can refer to people who are beyond the veil the people from who are sent from heaven and very often it is our very own ancestors who are our own personal ministering angels uh, and I can testify personally of this. I mean, I, there's there's an experience I can't refer to, I can't share. It's so personal um, that my wife has shared and that I felt to be true about, about our daughter um, and how ministering angels supported in a time of need. Um, but I can also, you know, share of other times. Recently, um, in a state conference, uh, I was blessed to be in the actual physical building. We we were in a national lockdown Um as a as a country again, but we were able to go to a place of worship to broadcast um, a a kind of session of worship, and so we did that for a state conference. I was a state clerk. I was there in my capacity to make sure that you know several hundred members could receive this broadcast in their homes, which is a bit of a uh, it was a nerve wracking experience, but it was a wonderful experience at the same time as well. Anyway, it's not, it's not got anything to do with that. It was, that was just a, another great experience of that weekend of seeing the great blessing and seeing how we can make that possible for all these members to enjoy. But um, there was one moment where our state president referred to a, a wonderful member who um, who has gone beyond the veil only recently uh, due to COVID-19. And um, I, I had a, a quite a personal experience with this member. He's not in my ward. I've met him personally only really once in my capacity as a member of the High Council. And uh, I went to interview this man for a calling. Um, and I'd never really met him before, but he had the same surname as me. Uh, and it was really interesting. To, we had a little discussion about that. I was like, oh, is it, you know, where, what, where, where's your name from? You know, what's your links there? And we actually had a really nice connection. And like I say, he passed away recently. Our state president mentioned him from the stand and just what a great member he was. And how he would always stand at the door uh, of the... Because his ward met in the state centre. So he gestured towards the door and he said he would always be stood by that door greeting people whenever he came. And I felt him there. I, I, I physically felt him there. His presence was just undeniably there. And it was... Uh, and it's just one example of a number which, you know, where, where I felt that kind of presence. And... I think that we need to recognize that more. We need to seek that more because it is faith building. These are faith building experiences. And, um, you know, on my mission, I, I uh, was in the temple in the, during whilst I was in the MTC and 
I remember sharing about that, her experience of seeing angels and it, it is true. Um, and you think about, you know, well, how could, it can't be true today. You know, have miracles ceased? Well, let's not forget that Mormon's day was probably just as dire, maybe even more dire in the actual environment and context they were in terms of how many faithful people there were. We're fortunate that we've, we're connected to a global church of millions. He probably had a church within that nation, which wasn't very large at all, um, considering the state of the, of the wickedness in his people at that time. And of course, miracles did not cease then either, as he testified. Um, and he talks quite a bit more about angels and miracles and faith. And this is just such a wonderful section that can really uplift your faith and belief in miracles. But I want to go ahead to verse 40, which talks about hope. So he talks about the need to build faith. And then in verse 40, it says, And again, my beloved brethren, I would speak unto you concerning hope. How is it that ye can attain unto faith, save ye shall have hope? This hope is a really important part of our belief. Faith is necessary. Hope is even more, is, is just as important. And it's often a quality which we forget about. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland said this, quote, it is, it is certainly much more than wishful thinking. It is to have hope through the atonement of Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection to be raised unto life eternal. And this because of your faith in him according to the promise. That is the theological meaning of hope in the faith hope charity sequence. With an eye to that meaning, Moroni 7.42 reads, If a man have faith in Christ and his atonement, he must needs, as a consequence, have hope in the promise of the resurrection, because the two are inextricably linked. For without faith in Christ's atonement, there cannot be any hope in the resurrection. Close quote. I love Elder Holland's explanation there of, of um, verse 42, because this hope leads, is because of our faith, and we have a, such a positive outlook on life because of this hope this light which shines within us with the comforting assurance that all will be with Christ and well. I uh, am grateful for that and I'm grateful for you for just for joining this study session. We'll have to stop there. Time is short, but we'll continue on tomorrow uh, in laying hold on every good thing, particularly with charity, the pure love of Christ. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study session. Please do um, join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session. Come follow me. You can also um, email ldsstudysession at gmail.com on either of these platforms. I'd love to hear what you've studied. Love to hear some of your comments and reviews and, and what you've enjoyed. And also, if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode. Thank you for your time. And until we meet again, 